Hi there, welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in women's hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more using the power of food. With a practice helping many women around the world heal their bodies with a step-by-step method that not only gets results, but makes the whole transformation delicious and easy as a way of life, even when life is crazy. And it could definitely get crazy. So pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a culinary nutrition expert specializing in hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more, and who is obsessed with the power of food on our ability to heal our bodies, as well as finding the ways to make it easy and happy to make these changes with our crazy, busy lives. Pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Well, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic very close to my heart since I too suffer from insulin resistance. But before we get into the nitty-gritty, the most important thing I want to tell you if you too are suffering from insulin resistance and the main point I hope you take from this episode is you can take charge of your life and having this health issue does not have to be the headline of your health or your life. Okay, now that I said that, so today we're actually going to be doing three things. First of all, we're going to be understanding what and how This came about that you have insulin resistance. We're going to be talking about number two, what does it mean regarding our hormonal health? And three, we're going to be talking about how to be in control and still enjoy food and life. Sound good? Okay, let's get started. Let's start by understanding how and why we got insulin resistance. There are two main points to consider. The first being genes, which would make us predisposed to certain health challenges and the second being our lifestyle choices, which unfortunately, speaking now just about myself, I really didn't know better. Not only that, I honestly grew up in a health-conscious household, and yet still the foods I ate and the lifestyle I led were able to unleash my predisposed genes to manifest my insulin resistance. So what exactly is the process to bring this about? Well, when we eat sugar or foods that turn into sugar, they immediately flow into our bloodstream. The sugar needs to then be utilized for energy in our body's cells. But to reach our cells and enter them, we need insulin. Insulin acts like a magnet and a key at the same time. So now that we ate sugar and it enters our bloodstream, our pancreas gets the message and secretes insulin. The insulin attaches itself to the sugar and opens the cell to allow the sugar to enter. Now, there are a few things to keep in mind. A, 
the secretion of insulin immediately causes the production of other hormones to deal with the insulin that could potentially cause a number of reactions like stress, energy crashes, mood crashes, brain fog, and more. B, our cells actually only need a very small amount of sugar to function. Honestly, the sugar in vegetables and fruit is enough. So if there is too much sugar trying to make its way into the cells, then the cells will shut down and not permit the entrance of insulin, thus causing insulin resistance. In today's standard American diet, it entails amounts of sugar that the body was never capable of processing. And C, all the extra sugar and insulin circling around the blood causes the insulin to finally push the sugar for safekeeping into fat cells, which causes weight gain. Or it makes its way to be cleaned out by the liver, which can cause too much pressure on the liver, which eventually can lead to fatty liver disease. Okay, so I hope you got that. You know, the reason it's so important for me to explain what exactly is happening in your body is because I know how it felt learning about these things during my studies and thinking how it is criminal that we are not taught these things about our bodies when we're young. You know, that's one of the reasons I drive my kids crazy. I lecture them about their body and the influence of the foods I, I cooked for them or that they're eating. They really laugh at me and quote me or even pick up a fruit and repeat out loud about the different vitamins in the fruit and what it does to the body. And they think they're making fun of me. But truthfully, I know that when they need to make decisions moving forward for their health, they will be able to make these decisions from a place of knowledge. You know, a few years ago, Hillel, who is my fourth, he was seven and he came home from shul licking a lollipop. Now, I don't get into arguments about sweets with the kids. Actually, I try not to get into arguments, let's be honest. But I said nothing to Hillel when he came home. And as I watched him sucking on the lollipop while making a beeline for the garbage can and dropping his lollipop inside. So I had to ask him what that was about. And this is literally what he told me. He said, Mommy, I know sugar is not good for my belly, but I just wanted the flavor. So I took a few licks and threw it out. Okay, so this is from an enlightened seven-year-old. So let's dig in a little further. Insulin resistance is actually a condition of high insulin in which the cells of the liver and muscles fail to respond properly to insulin. It is the precursor to type 2 diabetes, and if you have type 2 diabetes, you still have insulin resistance. You know, there are two types of sugar. There's fructose and glucose that we're going to be talking about. When talking specifically about insulin resistance, we are referring to fructose, which causes inflammation in the liver. Did you know that drinking high fructose drinks can cause insulin resistance in as little as eight weeks? Now, I know what your next question may be. What about fruit? Fruit has fructose in it. Well, fruit have a very small amount of fructose. A small amount of fructose does not cause inflammation or insulin resistance, but instead it even improves insulin sensitivity and hormonal health. A small amount of fructose is roughly 25 grams per day, which is the equivalent of three servings of whole fruit. If we look at the standard American diet, you are getting on average... Uh, 100 grams of fructose per day. 
Sugar could be hiding in all different places you didn't even think to look. It could be in energy bars, even though they're sweetened only with dates. It could be in yogurts. It could be in so many different products that we don't even think that sugar would be in it. Sugar is in everything and in so many different forms. Even natural sweeteners are heavy in fructose, like honey is 40% fructose and dates are super high in sugar. Okay, so now that we understand the process and why we're suffering from insulin resistance, let's move on and talk about what does it actually mean for our hormonal health. There are a few hormonal issues that are directly impacted from insulin resistance. Insulin resistance can lead to weight gain, heart disease, osteoporosis, and eventually type 2 diabetes, as well as prediabetes and gestational diabetes, which we briefly discussed before about the diabetes. It can also lead to high androgens, resulting in insulin-resistant PCOS. Now notice I called it insulin-resistant PCOS and not just PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome. Insulin resistance is the most common driver of PCOS. There are three other drivers for PCOS, which we started discussing in episode number six, the four types of PCOS, but we'll not get into the rest of that today, but you could totally go back and listen to that episode. How does insulin resistance lead to PCOS? Too much insulin can impair ovulation and cause your ovaries to make testosterone instead of estrogen. Also, too much insulin stimulates the creation of another hormone called LH, which causes more production of androgens. Okay, so I know this was a lot of information and a lot to take in, but now we're moving on to the most important part of today's episode. How do we take all this information and actually enjoy life, enjoy what we eat, get rid of sugar cravings that are making it impossible to even think of getting rid of sugar, and take control of our life? Okay, so we understand at this point that sugar is not serving us or our health, but getting rid of it seems nearly impossible. I know that the hardest aspect for me around getting rid of sugar was honestly just being so deeply disappointed in my body that I just didn't want to accept the changes I really needed to make. I was sad, upset, kind of like being mournful of what my life and health was looking like. At some point, I realized how important shifting my mindset was to be able to really embark on my journey for health. I had to show up for my body. I had to care for it and forgive it and be good to it. I talk about this in depth in episode number 12, called How Morning Makes You Heal. So if you haven't yet listened into that episode, I highly suggest you do so. Once we've taken care to shift our mindset and are now ready to change our nutrition to be in control of our health, let's start by looking at some possible alternatives for sugar and sweeteners heavy in fructose. Did you know that it's possible to sweeten desserts using fruits? I love doing that. I use bananas, mangoes, even applesauce. Also, there are two natural sweeteners that have zero impact on our blood sugar and no fructose as well, which are stevia and monk fruit. These are two excellent options. Now let's go back to talking about sugar cravings. I hope you realize that this is happening not because of your own fault. This is due to sugar spikes resulting in crashes, leaving you wanting more sugar Or if you are nutrient deficient, you need energy now. And what better way than a quick sugar fix, right? 
So the first thing I suggest is eating a nutrient-dense diet, a diet full of vegetables that are rich in vitamins and minerals to build up your body and lower sugar cravings. Next, I want to say a few words about starch. The assumption is many times that besides sugar, we must get rid of all carbs, but really starchy foods have glucose as opposed to fructose. So of course, we don't want to overeat starches, which can can also cause a spike in sugar. But eating a portion at a meal together with proteins and healthy fats and vegetables filled with fiber will make sure to eliminate sugar spikes, as well as give you the comfort of starchy foods while getting rid of sugars. In future episodes, we will dig deeper about getting rid of sugar cravings, but these tips we just talked about will help you get started. Okay, guys, let's just recap what we learned today. First, we did a dig deep into understanding insulin resistance, why we have it and how we got it and what it actually means. Then we talked about the influence of insulin resistance on hormonal imbalances such as diabetes and insulin-resistant PCOS. And we finished off talking about how to be in control of your health using mindset strategies and still enjoying food and life using fruit and specific sweeteners as well as starches to help with the transition. Okay, guys, before I say goodbye, I wanted to remind you all that I put together an amazing free guide called the Hormone Fixer Starter Kit. It will take you through the three important steps to healing with mindset work, important information about your hormonal health, and tools to help you turn this into a sweet way of life. This guide is filled with delicious recipes, all sugar-free, that can help you take your first steps on your healing journey. Head over to lovefood.co.il forward slash period fixer to get your free copy. Okay, y'all. Thanks as always for being with me today. I appreciate each and every one of you and I'm sending you wishes for abundant health and lots of love. See you again next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping each Thursday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And I wanted to ask you, are you suffering from a certain hormonal imbalance? Do you have PCOS, perimenopause, endometriosis, prediabetes, infertility, or anything else? Did you know that you could most definitely heal using nutrition naturally? I wanted to invite you to join my full comprehensive one-on-one healing program. This four-month program, we work together to balance your hormonal system using delicious, nuanced-for-you nutrition, as well as supplements as needed. I help my patients gain control of their health and hormones naturally with a step-by-step process and delicious recipes, and we turn everything we learn together into a happy way of life. Reach out to book a free 30-minute consult call and see if we're the right fit for each other. Your health can be transformed. I'll add a link to this free consult in the show notes. Bye for now.